two farts, Performers Happiness in the Arts podcast that's meant to gas up musical theater performers as they pursue a long career on the stage. We bring flatulent happiness to ourselves and to each other through integrity, authenticity, love, and of course, humor. All guests on this podcast are out to help musical theater performers. And while we do it, ah, we may laugh at the simple things like the word penis. Penis. Musical theater performers, I'm here with the Nikki Vendetti. Let's hear the crowd. <sighs> Nikki, thank you so much for coming on. You are so welcome, Jenna. <laughs> I love it. I feel like no time as fast as being around you right now. It's amazing. Nikki has been on the Broadway Wicked, and I wanted to bring him on to discuss that journey. So, first of all, Nikki, ooh. Tell, tell everyone how we know each other. Oh, wow. Okay, well, we go back, way back, early 2000s. Um, good old Disney Cruise Line days. I believe we met maybe in the airport uh, flying to Toronto or so, or in Toronto. No. No, we would not have met. Scratch that. Um, but we know each other from Disney Cruise Line. I was like, you remember from the airport? I don't remember that. I just don't remember. It's not that you're wrong. I don't remember. I, well, you know, it was a long time ago. We were just wee little children. Um, but yeah, we worked on Disney Cruise Line together. We rehearsed in Toronto two months. We're on a vessel for six months. A and, yes. Yes, a vessel. <laughs> um, and we just lived our lives. And yeah, so we and we've really stayed in touch ever since it's true it's really cool and and what's really great for anybody who has done a job any any type of of a performance job and then but for a long period of time for us you know what was it three months on no six months oh my god it was six oh my god it was half a year um and even if there were people that you didn't like or whatever like fast forward you literally look at every, I don't know, this is me, but like I look at every single person from the contract with so much love. If I could just go back and hug every single person. <laughs> I think it was like something to be said for the time of lives, uh, time of our lives that we were in too, you yeah. know, of us were like early mid twenties and just, you know, a lot of us, it was our first job like that. And but there yeah. is a bonding that happens, I find, in theater in general because of the nature of what we do in any contract, really. You form so many rich relationships, whereas I feel like people in other industries, you know, you have your core group of friends, but I feel like I have this expansive amount of core, rich in the flesh friends, if yeah. that makes sense. You know? Yeah, it really does, and which brings us to today. I, we don't talk every single day. We don't. We ain't nobody got time for that. But then I could easily just message, go, "Hey, you wanna?" I literally, you wanna talk about your journey, and then also I put aside. I didn't tell you this, but like a half hour after this, for us to just like hang out. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> because wow. I want to catch up. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Right here, you know, I got my my Mickey and Minnie salt and pepper shaker with me that are both filled with salt uh, to, to provide company. It's, it's a we're, we're in good company. Would you mind? I would love to actually start from your, to really get a full picture of your journey. I would love to start from when you first 
graduated, I don't remember if you went straight from high school to professional or if you did college to professional, but I would like to go from that part of your life and on whatever graduation was into when you start doing the paid jobs. Right. Okay. So first I went to a performing arts high school in Chicago, um, Chicago Academy for the Arts. Fantastic, fantastic school. Um, and then I, um, where I also, I dan I was a dance major there, so I danced four hours a day in high school, five days a week, um, ballet, modern, we did grand modern, um, partnering, all this stuff. And then I graduated and went to NYU for a year. Um, I was a dance major at NYU. So I was still majoring in dance, but my heart was really crossing more over into musical theater. Um, so while I was at Tisch Dance for that first year, I was starting to audition for um, shows in New York, uh, and also taking voice lessons to just kind of give myself a um, kind of musical theater education, even though I was just studying dance. And then I ended up deferring because my um, young heart was just so restless and ready to go and, you know, book a job and pound the pavement and audition. So I was like, I'm going to take a year off school. And the week after I decided that I was deferring, I booked the national tour of the musical Swing, which... Um, was on Broadway back in 99, I think. Oh, I got to see it. I got to see it on Broadway. And everyone was good looking. And this one, I remember this one, probably one of the hotter ones, he spit on me, not on purpose. He was like drooling, you know, when he dances. And it felt so good. Yes, continue. Anyway. Um, <laughs> too much. So I ended up doing the National Tour of Swing. And um, I then... After that, did Disney Cruise Line. That was my next shop. So I had, before I did Disney, I did like a nine-month national tour, did Disney, and then I did another tour of another dance musical, Contact, um, which uh, won the Tony in 2000, 2000 I believe. Um, big controversy because it was all canned music, so. That's right. I remember that. That was the, ooh. Yeah, yeah. And I want bigger things. <laughs> I know, I know. There's also this funny thing that um, there were three shows nominated for the Tony that year, and um, it was Fosse, Swing, and Contact. They all had Sing, Sing, Sing as their finale song, which is just crazy, right? Anyway, yeah. little Broadway, uh, what's that, trivia? Um, yes. Ooh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm, we like, we like. So then from there, I ended up doing a bunch of regional work, um, and then I toured... The next, like, the, how I got to Wicked was I did the Radio City Christmas Spectacular after doing a bunch of regional work. And then, right, 2008, I did the Radio City Christmas Spectacular. And then right after I started rehearsals um, to be a original cast member of the second national tour of Wicked as a swing. Um, and I did Wicked for, like, a year. Is this what you want me to do? you want me to, like, give you my resume? Or did you just... Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. I didn't know. Um, but I would like for you to talk about the auditions for... Let's now go into more details regarding how you landed the, the audition experience specifically for Wicked, the tour. Okay. So, um, this all will kind of loop back to another story. So, I had the weekend before... I'd been in for Wicked, as many people were at the time, like, five times. And I would make it to a certain point, never get the call. Because after a certain time, you know, they would just end up needing replacements. So I was always on that list to be called back in for the appointment calls, right? The appointments that are not the 
uh, required equity six-month calls or the open calls. They're calls that agents get called out to or casting directors call you personally and say, we're looking for replacements for this track and this track that we think you're right for. Come in. So I had gotten called in for one of those um, calls, a few of them previously. We're going to actually pause you and rewind and come back to this part because I think it's good. How did you get the agent? Oh, okay. So interesting. I got the agent. I feel like I was really lucky. I um, threw a Wicked audition that I did not book, but Craig Burns, who was a um, casting director for Telsey Casting, um, reached out to me. I was actually so shocked. He called me and said, I think I've seen you at a lot of auditions and I think you're really ready for an agent. And I know someone that I think you would be really you would pair well with, who was Christopher Freer, who is my current agent. Um, and at the time, Christopher was with Clear Talent Group. And so I, who ironically, I had also sent uh, a submission to, and I don't think they ever looked at it. <laughs> and then Craig set up a phone meeting or a, a in-person meeting, way pre-COVID times. Way pre-COVID, uh, yes, yeah. yes. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so I went and met with Christopher and Christopher had a lot of clients in Wicked and um, we just totally vibed and then I was freelancing with them actually because Clear Talent really didn't do, um, they didn't really sign clients. So I was freelancing with them and that's how I got the agent through Craig Burns. Um, And so, yeah. And so then anyway, I, my Wicked audition that actually booked was for the second national and they were also looking for some other replacements. And so, I had gone, it was on a Monday, the Friday before I had gone in for like my fourth audition for the A Chorus Line revival that was on Broadway. And I did not get it. And I felt there was one of those callbacks for that Chorus Line audition. I felt it slip through my fingertips. It's just like. I know a couple, um, Durrell uh, dealt with a similar thing where it was, he was very close. Yes. Yeah. It was very discouraging. Um, Yeah. Unfortunate. Uh, to hear that with some people who got, I have a couple, we know a couple people, I'm sure you do where they've gotten so close and uh, where they get so close to Broadway, like so close, it discourages them and they pretty much have left the business since that. Um, Some people that I know. Yeah. Anyway. No, I think if it happens to you enough times, it's a really hard thing to come back to because it's like the closer you get, you know, and you have that final callback and there's so much, their stakes just get higher and higher. And then it's almost harder to get the rejection after your like fourth callback because you think you're so close and you also, you put so much work into it. And so, um, anyway, so I'd gone to this wicked audition and I remember saying to myself, I'm going to book this job. I just knew cause I was like, to be totally honest, I, that Friday after the chorus line audition, I did not get, I went and got a bottle of vodka. I did not drink the whole thing, but it was a little dramatic. Like I was like, I'm going to drink my feelings tonight. Love it. Love it. And then did you do pasta with it? The Italian stuff? I probably did. I probably definitely had some other carbs to go with it. Um, Yeah. 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 And so anyway, I was all pumped up. I was like, wicked, this is it. I just something felt it in my, in my soul and my bones. And I went to the audition tons of people there. Um, I knew that they were looking for a couple swings. And so, um, I kept getting further and further. And again, this is Telsey casting and Craig Burns, who was the guy who hooked me up with my agent was running the audition. And he came up to me at one point, Craig was like my little cheerleader. He came up to me at one point. He literally, there's all these people around. He comes up to me and he says, they are loving you. Just keep going, keep go further with the choreography, take more chances, just, you know, and he's telling me this and I'm like, okay, okay. And so, 
you know, when you get an experience like that in audition, you it makes you feel good because you're like, okay, one, he felt confident enough to come up to me and say this, and two, what he's telling me is that they're liking me, so I feel very fueled by that, and so I really just went for it. And um, I remember Corinne, um, you know, who I you know have now worked very closely with, um, Wayne Salento's assistant. I had to lift her in the air. I had to like lift all these people. And so then I knew I was being looked at for a swing because um, at one of the uh, parts of the audition, I was lifting all these different girls. And I think they wanted to see how I adjusted lifting different body types and stuff. So anyway, I left that audition. Imagine you literally grabbing a girl by the waist, lifting them up, going switching to one hand. And then putting them down. Yep, next one. Got it. Yeah. Like, I, I just like <laughs> the Nikki Vendetti way. <laughs> like, I got pretty much it, all except for the one hand. I did not do a one hand. <laughs> Overhead press. Can I do the left side just for a little bit, just to even out? Yeah, sure. Great. I don't yeah. know. I, I'm still seeing the single arm overhead press happening. I don't know. If you moment. thought that, I'm going to say it happened. I'm going to say just it Just go with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I also did a real, you know, I did a real deep plie, too. You need a real deep plie for some of those lifts, you know? Yeah, absolutely. To protect, you got the glutes activated. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All <laughs> of it. All of it. So, yeah, and then I just left that audition. It was one of those auditions where... You know, people, I'm sure you've experienced this. I left it and I was like, I know this is going good places. I don't know where. I don't know if I'm going to the Broadway company. I don't know if I'm going to the tour. But I know I, I know I booked this job. I know I booked it. And I look back and I'm like, God, to have so much certainty in oneself. What a wonderful thing. Where did that go? <laughs> um, but, you know, and so it took a, a couple days and my agent, um, I'll never forget Christopher called me and um, he said, uh, are you sitting down? And I said, no, but I will. And I sat down. He was like, um, you are going to open the second national tour of Wicked as the male swing. And I like jumped. I was like, whoa, my gosh, I can't believe it. And I said, wait, did you say swing? And he was like, I did. I was like. Okay, we need to talk about that. And so <laughs> that was something um, that is really, I think, interesting and important to talk about. Like I, as uh, someone who had never swung before, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And it was one of those sort of start before you're ready things because I got thrown into the deep end um, and come to find out because I was a swing when I started as a sec on the second national, that is why I think I got to be the dance captain in the Broadway show. Because I knew all the tracks, I flexed my muscles and, and uh, I should say more accurately, I fine-tuned my muscles for quick thinking, handling pressure, um, seeing the big picture, all stuff I did not think I'd be capable of. And it's not until you're asked to do something, I think, that you produce and do it. Yeah, that's not something like South Pacific dancing. This is like the the dancing. I remember when I saw this because it's very modern, contem uh, contemporary uh, style. So it's yeah. it you're dancing in that show, which I appreciate so much. It's yeah. it's, it's it's also different too. You're not only just really dancing, but it was the complete opposite of the Radio City show, which I had just done before, which is like toe the line, be on eight, don't move, blah, blah, blah. Like you're, well, I shouldn't say don't move, but like it's squared. All the formations are really squared. Wicked is designed to look as if the dancing sort of happens organically. So the patterns are sort of all over the place and there's really no symmetrical rhyme or reason, which I think is what makes the show, one of the things that makes the show so great, but it's, uh, B I T C H to swing. I will say. Yeah, bitch. 
Um, I, I don't think you realize this, but literally in the intro to the podcast that this is going to be repurposed as, I have an echo of the word penis at the end of the intro. It's like penis, 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 penis. Like, penis. Yes. Ew. Huh? Can you say dick? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Best. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm very, very much myself in this podcast, and I promote other people to be themselves. All right. Okay. So I love this. Now you're on the tour. Did you work with Alicia on this tour? Mm -hmm. Alicia was my dance captain. Yeah. yeah. Oh, love that. Okay. I went to school with her. She's great. I know. I know. Yeah. It, it just, uh, yeah. We're just smiling a lot right now for those who are tuning into the podcast because Alicia is just one of those magnificent humans. Yeah. Uh, really. Say her name and you can't help but like beam. Yeah. Yeah. Ah! Okay. You get the tour. You're living that life. Yeah. Tour to Broadway. What happened? How did this, I mean, did you just wake up and we're on the Broadway stage? What, what was this journey? Yeah, I woke up and I was um, at the Gershwin on a rake stage about to roll off it. You're no. getting out your bio to make sure it was saying Broadway to view all that. You yeah, exactly. I mean, just, yeah. No, actually. So the reason I brought up the chorus line thing is because while I was on tour with Wicked, I got a call from Binder Casting that they were looking for a uh, they were looking for a Paul on the chorus line tour, and I, after a year of being on Wicked, I was like, okay, I had some time. My agent called me. I was like, all right, you know what? Again, I had that feeling in my soul that I needed to make this happen. I need to get to this audition in New York, even though I had been in for this freaking show so many times and. <laughs> And the monologue, the Paul monologue, for those of you listening, if you're musical theater, you're probably familiar. It's eight minutes of, you know, being on stage, super vulnerable. And for someone that's mainly danced his whole life, it was a big uh, thing to take on for me, even if just for an audition. But I felt really connected to Paul and like was like, okay, I'm going to make this happen. So I went and auditioned, flew to New York on a day off of Wicked, and um, I this was a crazy story. So the, I had a vacation on the tour of Wicked. I had taken my week vacation right after this audition. So I get the call from Nicole at Binder Casting as I'm about to take off to, with my mom to go to Italy that I just booked the Chorus Line tour and I was having to leave the Wicked tour in four weeks. Now, little technicality, I signed a contract with Wicked and so the only way that I could feasibly get out of the contract is because I was I was going to play a principal role in a show. Something, but the idea is uh, there's got to be something better than this, right? So I, and I didn't even know that was a thing because I told my agent, I was like, okay, I'm about to fly overseas. I have to leave Wicked in four weeks, but I'm going on vacation now. He's like, I'll take care of it, whatever. So long and short, I ended up after all this time booking a chorus line. So I left the Wicked tour um, because I it was my dream to play Paul on a chorus line. And so I left the Wicked tour you know, under total good circumstances, burned no bridges, um, and then uh, did the chorus line tour for six months. And then, again, going back to being a swing, I get a call from Wicked saying that they needed a Chistery, who is like the main monkey in Wicked. They needed a Chistery to close out the San Francisco company. They had two months left of their run. So I had done Chistery on the tour because I had done all the mail tracks and then went back to the Wicked world did history in san francisco from there went to hopped around to the different tours the first and the second national as a swing ended up on the second national as a uh, swing dance captain and then 
Left Wicked again. I have Left Wicked a lot, and I've wait, wait a second. Wait, I'm confused. Did you did I, you mean to do Paul within that? I'm confused where Paul came in. Or no, you left to do the audition for Paul. But then I booked it, and I left Wicked to play Paul for six months. And then you went to be the monkey. Yes. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. I got so, you. Yes, but all of this was like every time I left Wicked, I never knew if I was going back. I was like, thank you. And Wicked was very understanding. They're like, go oh, do the show, Paul. That's amazing. You know, whatever. And then. Um, and then I just, I was in, you could say their good graces. Cause I, you know, helped them that helped them out. They, well, I did in a way. You did. It needed, like, you a quick, knows like, all the tracks. That's a big deal. I can do this, you know? And so mm-hmm. then, but then from there after, you know, I played Paul, did history in San Francisco, did both national tours of wicked after that on and off, ended up permanently on the second nationalist dance captain for a while. Yeah. And then I left and um, did, uh, I left Wicked on my own account as dance captain, and um, I assisted the choreographer for an off-Broadway show called Trip of Love in 2015. I know a lot of people were, who were in that. That was, that was like packed with talent. Really, really super talented cast, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Um, and so... Again, that was a situation where I was doing, I was, uh, we were getting ready in rehearsals. We were going into previews. I find out that the dance captain in New York is leaving uh, Wicked. And so, like, okay. So I reach out to the powers that be, Corinne. I'm like, look, I'm doing this off-Broadway show. I am committed to it. I need to open this show because I'm helping the choreographer. Like, but I would love to take over as dance captain in New York if there's any way to work it out timing-wise. And um, Corinne was incredible. She she really wanted me for the dance captain in New York. And she said, dance captain in New York, not just like any in New York on Broadway. So, I mean, I feel like I need to emphasize that we're talking about Broadway now. Okay. You're like, let's, let's overlook the fact that we're talking about Broadway so casually. Okay. Continue. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, I always just think, yeah, New York, Broadway, I Broadway. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, I know. I'm actually, I'm just thinking it's so sad that it's been closed down for over a year. Oh yeah. Um, all theater so i was just really lucky that corinne really had faith in me and she um made it work so that they could fill some time while i finished up my obligation at trip of love until i could hop over to wicked on broadway to do the dance captain and so that was in november of 2015 okay that's how i ended up um in the broadway company and it was a it was a um progressive um my mother. I think your mom was checking in, be like, "What's going on?" She's she's got lunch. Um, so, um, but it was a lot of steps to get there, right? And that's why I really emphasize the swing thing because that was really the seed that was planted to make me, I think, then be able to be dance captain or allow them to have the faith in me to be the dance captain. I mean, okay, let's. Okay, so you're. <laughs> So you get in this casual conversation, hey, is there a way I can be just in New York? Let's skip the fact that it's part. So <laughs> you get, the, can you talk, do you remember this call saying, hey, it's happening. You're going to do it on Broadway. Like- okay, so funny thing about that is I, my, here's a true testament that sometimes things happen and they look and feel nothing like you think they're going to. Okay. So I, back in the day, thought my Broadway debut was going to be getting the call from my agent more like it was for the tour. Are you sitting down? You booked it. You got it. You start rehearsals tomorrow. Go to your costume fitting. Bam, wham, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, it was emails exchanging with Corinne. I had never been more stressed out in my life because I was already in a show and I was obligated to that show. 
so I felt really stressed because I did not want to let, let it down, down and yeah. you know, show and and then but then do I do I say no to a job that of a show where I know I could have it for basically as long as my career goes because Wicked's not going anywhere and the paycheck's cute, you know, all this stuff. Like <laughs> paycheck cute. <laughs> so I was actually really stressed out about it. And then um what did I think it came in an email. I think I got my Broadway debut in an email and I woke up really early and I was like, oh. Okay, I guess I'm doing that. Wow. All right, it's all happening. But it was like, it was not just a call, oh my gosh, celebration. I had to have a very serious conversation with the choreographer I was working with, um, Jimmy, at Trip of Love, who was amazing and so understanding. Um, well, Broadway. I mean, like... Oh, he, he, he got it. Jimmy had been on Broadway, and uh, he, he was a dream uh, supporter, not a dream killer. You know, like, some people in that situation... Oh, yeah. They'll be like, how dare you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And no, I, mean, I mean, I get it. I get it because they yeah. need you, but. Yeah. So that's it. Mine was a situation where my Broadway debut, I was 32, 31 or 32. You know, in my head, you have these ideals. I thought at this point I would have done multiple Broadway shows. Yeah. And Broadway is just such a, um, Broadway is amazing, but it's, it really the lights might be a little brighter. The audiences might be a little bigger and it is really great to live and work in the city in New York. Mm -hmm. Early is cool, you know, but it's, I don't know. It just wasn't everything that I thought it was going to be. And that said, I look back and I'm like, I wouldn't trade any of it. Um, but it just came at, it, it, it just looked differently than I thought it would when I first met you, Jenna. On the it just makes so much sense because I remember when you got it, it never felt like the announcement thing, the way you're talking about how it happened via email, that's the energy I got when you came on Broadway. Like it flowed so much that I couldn't tell. I remember I have to like go, wait, is he on Broadway or is he on the tour? Like I had a moment where I was very confused because there wasn't a clear like, ha, huh, because it flowed yeah. with your life so much. Um, and then I saw that both you and Alicia were, were in, in it together, which is great. And, um, yeah, very, very cool. Do you remember your first day on Broadway? Yeah, that I do. That actually felt very Broadway to me. I um, I had learned 12 tracks, and I was going on for the first one of them, which was uh, in the Wicked Broadway company, they have an onstage swing track, meaning the onstage swing does like three numbers, opening, one short day, Witch Hunters, and then the finale. The reason they have onstage swings is you're already in costume, you're mic'd up. So if someone goes out mid-show, you transfer over into whatever track that is, and then they'll smart. take That's really smart. Yeah, yeah, it worked really well. Um, and then they would have the other male dancer swing or crossover swing then go into your track. It's usually how it would work. Um, so it was. I didn't have to do that much my first show because I, I was still rehearsing as I went into the show. And, you know, here I am. I had been doing Wicked for six years at this point, on and off. And even though the show is different, the tracks are different, the, the stage well, looks different. Yeah, you have a specific stage. Oh, yeah, right, stage. Oof. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I remember I couldn't even find my way to get to the stage in the Gershwin. The Gershwin also is a very confusing theater backstage. Um I know it now like the back of my thumb, but I did not then. And I remember asking Antoinette, who was my co-dance captain, she was like coming to congratulate me, like, you're doing it. 
Broadway debut. I was like, thanks. Again, didn't really feel at this point like Broadway debut. And I'm like, wait, how do I get to the stage? And she's like, hun, go this way, up the stairs. And I'm like, running late to places, whatever. And I just then remember the music started and um, it felt like, it really did feel like the lights were brighter. And that moment, I don't know why, doing the opening, and the opening in Wicked is so dramatic as it is. Mm-hmm. And it really, I did have this moment where I was like, oh, I'm on Broadway now. Like this, whoa, I don't know. The lights hit me different. Maybe it was all in my head, but the stage just felt different and because well, it was, but it, the energy, there was an energy. And I, I will say this about the Wicked Broadway company is like, it's, it's so filled with talent and the energy and the commitment of people there generally is like really amazing. So I felt all their energy and I felt the support from people. And that was, that was a really neat thing. Again, as a swing though, I was like, okay, in my head though, I'm thinking I just checked off one of 12 tracks. So I have this day 11 more times, (laughs) but it was still really cool. It's so cool. 12 tracks. No big deal. But I, I, I love that. I, what a, what a, what a journey for you. And then how long did you stick with the uh, Broadway show before you were like, all right, let's switch it up again. Um, so I left actually last September of 2019. Yeah. It was um, recent. Yeah. And I left because dance captaining, you know, turnover in that show is very, very, kind of rapid at times and it's a really all-consuming job and the reason I another reason I left is because I've been transitioning into fitness and wellness and um, was teaching at a boutique studio in New York and just starting to feel myself being pulled in another direction so again knowing that I was a swing and a dance captain I was like I'll leave and hopefully they'll call me to fill in here and there and so I was filling in still with the show and right before COVID hit I had weeks that I was supposed to be at Wicked and um, but I just wasn't full-time dance captain. I love it. And honestly, I can see when they open back up that, that coming back up again for just who's free, like all hands on deck, um, making sure that they are really backed up and fine tuned again. So I, yeah, it's, it's never a closed door for you. And what a beautiful, what a beautiful show to have that door open with. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that story. What a great message to be constantly ingrained in your head on a regular basis. Beautiful. Yeah. It's so true. That's a good way to put it. It's so good. It's positive reinforcement. You're like, of course, duh. Yeah. I love it. Anyone, what is it? Anyone deserves a chance to fly. Boom. Love it. Love it. There's a chance to fly. I know so many good nuggets in there and it, um, and yeah, every day it's good to reinstill those messages and it would just work with all these different situations that happen in the world too. You hear a different. You'll hear the show differently, or feel the show differently, depending on depending on what's happening around you. Absolutely. So I think that's why it's the gem of Broadway. You could say gem of Broadway. Where can people follow you on social media and see your fitness stuff? Uh, I'm assuming Instagram's the main one. Inst- uh, yeah. So it's Nikki underscore Vendetti, um, N I C K Y underscore V E N D I T T I. Um, that's my Insta and then, um, Facebook, same thing. I have a business page that I'm working on developing more to be quite honest, but I have a regular Facebook page too. And then my website is NikkiVendetti.com. 
Um, and it's all, yeah, fitness is the name of the game these days. Oh, it's great. I remember you did a social media video not too long ago where I was like, I loved it so much. I like messaged you. I was like, ah! <laughs> just you dancing around. You're like, I just feel like dancing. You're just bopping it. I loved it. It was so good. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on. It's so inspiring to hear your story. Do you have any last words to anyone who's in the pursuit of living their dream career in theater? Uh, yeah, I guess I would say keep going, but also keep listening, you know, and, and to what your soul is telling you because, um, yeah, just listen. And I mean that because I did that naturally with like, I felt in my soul when I should have gone in for certain auditions and when things were going to happen and also know that like, um, if it doesn't happen, you get rejected for the fourth time. It's, I know it sounds so cliche, but it wasn't meant to be. I was so heartbroken after that chorus line audition. And then I ended up getting to do Wicked and then chorus line after it. So I got to do it all. And I'm not saying, and believe me, I look back at that time in my life. And I'm like, you were a lucky, not luck. I worked my butt off, but. For the record, everyone, he, Nikki is very talented. Very. All right, continue with yours. Takes one to know one. Um, but anyway, so that I guess my to put that in a nutshell, I'm not good at being really concise all the time. Um, just trust the process. Trust like your journey with the rejections and the things that you get. Because I think there is, as long as you're putting forward motion and doing right action, you really can't go wrong, even if it might feel like not optimal situations all the time. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Everyone, if you're listening, please, please follow Nikki. If you've gotten a lot out of this, please write Wicked down below in the comments. Talk to everybody later. See you in readings. <laughs>